Thank you so much for joining us at Remnant Church Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more or support this ministry, please go to remnantchurch.church. And now, the message from Pastor Caleb. Today I want you to turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. We're going to look at verse 3, verse 4, verse 5. I want the text to speak for itself today. I want you to see it and read it and hear it. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand it today. Our world is a mess. Amen. You do know that, right? Getting worse. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. The title of my message today is Take It to the Enemy. Take it to the enemy. For though we walk in the flesh, that's our life, us, our natural life. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now I want to stop right there. This tells me a couple of things. First, it tells me that there's a flesh side of me, but there's also another side of me. It's a spiritual side to my life. So not only am I fleshly what you can see, but there's a spiritual part of me that you cannot see. And he said, we walk in the flesh, but we do not war. That tells me also in this scripture that there's a battle going on. There's a war, Paul would say, going on. And we do not war after the flesh. Next verse. You reading it with me? We do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So hear me now. There's two parts of us, a flesh side and a spiritual side. There's a war going on, and it's not the fleshly war that God's concerned about. It's a spiritual war that's God concerned about. But now we hear that He hasn't left us without an arsenal. He's given us weapons. For the weapons of our warfare, you listen to me, aren't you? Are not carnal, but listen now, but are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Next verse. Casting down imaginations. Go back to that verse. Back to verse 4. I want you to look. It says pulling down strongholds. What is a stronghold? It's some, something. It speaks of uh, someone taking position and ground. It speaks of a fortress. It says, I took this ground, and then you put a fence around it, and you say, this is my property. It belongs to me. I take a stronghold. I'm possessing this land, and it's mine, and you tell everybody it's yours, and nobody can get over there on your land. That's a stronghold. I have conquered this place. He says, but these weapons that God has given you, these spiritual weapons, pull down strong." Holds, pull down walls. Now I'm just talking spiritually now. So if we have a war, if this war is a spiritual war, if we have weapons, the only thing we're missing now is where does this war fought? That's what the next verse tells us. Casting down imaginations. Where is your? Where do you have imaginations take place in your? Mine. So there's a war. You fight this war with spiritual weapons because it's a spiritual war, and this war takes place on the battleground of your mind. The media is after your mind. The news is after your mind. Social news feeds and Twitters and Instagram posts are after your mind. Satan wants fortresses, wants strongholds in your mind. He wants to take ground and position in your mind. 
Look what he says. He says, pull down strongholds. He says, cast out imaginations. Cast them down and every high thing that exalteth itself above the knowledge of God. That's everything that seems to be, that people make to be true outside of God's word. He says, cast it down. And then he says, take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. So here we've answered something. What have we answered? We've answered that there's a fight. There's a war. It's a spiritual war. We have spiritual weapons. It's fought on the battleground of the mind. So we've answered where. We've answered what. We've answered how. Now we need to answer who. Who are we fighting against? We know the battlegrounds of the mind. We know we have spiritual weapons. But who are we fighting? Ephesians chapter 6 tells us, verse 12. Now I want you to get this down in your spirit, Christians. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Your fight is not against a person. See, we got a chaos going on in our society. And I pastor all types of people. From the beginning of this church, church's start, I cried out in this altar, God, send me whoever. Well, I don't care where they've been. I don't care what they've done. I don't care what they look like. I don't care how long they've done what they've done and who they've done it with. God, send them. I don't care if they got tattoos, no tattoos. Black, white, Hispanic, Latino, Colombian, uh, European, Guatemalan. It don't matter what they look like. don't matter where they've come from. So I'm saying that, I know I pastor biracial people. I pastor black people. I pastor white people. I pastor Colombian people. I pastor Hispanic people. I pastor people. People. They say that the COVID, the COVID, I sound like an old person, the COVID. They say that COVID is the unseen enemy. But that's not true. In fact, I know because I've seen it. You can take the virus and look at it under a microscope. And it's a ball. And it's got green spiky things on it. Have you seen it? I've seen it on the I've, images plastered all over. You can see it. You just got to have the right. I'm such a good, I'm doing good. You, you just got to have the right weapon. The tool to the natural eye, you can't see it. So it's, over, it's on your shoulder and you don't even know it. It's up in your nose and you don't even know it. It's all over your nasty, dirty hands and you don't even know it. You can't see it unless you got a microscope there's a greater enemy going on going on around us and fighting us and it's not COVID there's a greater enemy and it seems to be unseen well we call it different things we call it racism and we call it social injustice and we call it this and we call it that and we create terms and we create movements and we create all this stuff but friend, hear me. I, I tell you, I'm not a lawyer or I'm not a legislator or I'm not a government official. I did tell you I'm a preacher, right? So I'm going to talk kingdom. Now, if you can't handle that and you want to hear something else, go turn on CNN or Fox News or pull out your uh, Facebook page while I'm preaching. But I'm going to talk to you as a man of God preaching God's Word. Now, you can see that COVID under a microscope. 
you got to have a special weapon, a special tool. God has given us special weapons to see beyond what the news wants you to see. See beyond what people want you to see. If you could pull back the curtains and see not through the eyes of the natural, but see through the lens of the spiritual. Friend, right now, you would see demon forces, demonic spirits running all throughout. Listen now, you better listen to me now. You better listen. Demonic forces all throughout this world. There's some stopped by this church today, no doubt about it, getting you to think things that he don't know what he's talking about. He's just a white man. He, he, there he goes, another white man trying to spew their stuff. They don't, they don't understand what I'm talking about. So that's the devil right now working in your mind right now. You say, oh, I thought pastor was for us. What do you mean for, uh, for everybody? For you, for me, for God, for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit, for the kingdom. I'm for a lot of things and I'm definitely for you. I pray for you every day and every night. I seek God's face for you. I wake up with you on my mind. I'm for you. I'm for you so much that I'm going to tell you the truth. If you could see things the way they really are, demonic forces and spirits are all going all throughout this world. It'd scare you to death if you could see what was going on. They're gnashing of their teeth and they're ripping and they're cutting and they're plotting and pitting you against me. And me against you. Oh, yeah. This is the real war, friend. There is a real fight. It's not a fight of flesh and blood. It's not a fight of black and white. It's a, it's a spiritual fight. It's a spiritual, it's spiritual darkness. Do you hear me? It's, and let me tell you something. If you want to fight the fight of race, battles, and wars. You can. But you're simply putting a band-aid on the issue. This is far more than a racial issue. This is a hard issue. And you can, let me tell you why I know it's a spiritual issue. I hear people talking about, we need to get legislation. I'm not a legislator, and there might be some legislation that we need. But can I tell you, you can, you can make all the laws you want to. But if a man has enough hate in his heart, a white man has enough hate in his heart to, because a man's black to kill a black man, he's going to kill a black man no matter what laws are on the books. And if a black man hates a white man enough, enough to kill him, he'll kill that white man no matter what law is on the books. So I'm telling you, this is not an answer. You can't vote this in and you cannot vote this out. This isn't a Senate thing or a Congress thing. This is a heart issue. It's a heart issue. It's a sin issue. It manifests itself in different ways. Satan. It's Satan. He's the one, that, he's the one who has started all this. And if we think we can protest it out, we're wrong. Hear me. Hear me. I'll hold a sign with you. I don't mind holding a sign. I'll hold a sign. I'll scream for justice for people that need justice. Absolutely. 100%. I, 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 no problem. But you want to make a real difference? Come here, Kia. You want to make a real difference? Drop your sign. Grab somebody's hand. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Show. Show the media. Show the news, show the crowds. This is how we do it. Because see, we got a common denominator between me and Kia. Kia's last name's Hunter. My last name's Lancaster. We don't have the same mama, but one day we got saved. And when we got saved, we gave us the same daddy. I got, I don't need Mari to tell me who the daddy is. We got the same daddy. Now listen, listen, the world will not understand that. They think I'm a fool because they don't understand that. I ain't talking to the world today. I'm talking to difference makers today. I'm talking to born again believers today who can speak some truth to this matter. Do you hear what I'm saying? 
This isn't a race issue. This is a sin issue. This is Satan at work. I think about this. We have this COVID-19 crap. It's 1130. I'm hot and sweaty and I'm going on vacation this week. Crap's the best thing I could think of. It's, it is this COVID stuff going on. And what it do? What it do? I told you I'll never do it again. I, I promise you I won't. I will never close the church down again. I don't care if it's just me and my wife. I won't do it. I can't do it. I won't do it. I said, I can't do it. I won't do it. And I won't. I swear I won't. I'm telling you this. Here we go. We hide out. We put our mask on and wear it if you want to. If you don't, just don't cough on nobody. But listen, it pushes us all in our house. We hide out. Listen, any given Sunday, we have over 600 people here for COVID, whatever came through the doors. We'd have, make sure they want to come up here. I didn't know what y'all was doing. Oh, scared me. Security, y'all good? All right. I told you people don't like this. I said, um, here we are hiding out. And then all this takes place. These social injustices, and they are, and this man seems to be murdered on the street in Brunswick. And then on the heels of that, we have Ahmad, I mean, uh, George Floyd. No excuse for that. I don't see any way. I, I, I used to wear the badge, so I'm not speaking to somebody who on one side of this or the other side of this. It was an injustice. There's no reason that man should have been murdered. No reason. There's too many cops there. They could have threw him in the car. They could have tasered him. They could have done all kinds of things. They didn't have to do that. Uh, so there's an injustice. You can't make it right. You just can't make it right. And then that stirs all this. Sons of disobedience looking for a way to act out. You got people who love God peacefully, peacefully want to express themselves. And I'm, I'm for that. That's fine. It's good. But then you have the sons of disobedience who are working, who are operating under the tactics of the enemy and they're tearing down cities and they're setting fires to buildings and that's just wrong. It's wrong. It ain't right. I don't care if that's how they feel. I don't care if that's anger. Can you blame them? The Bible says you can get angry, but you don't sin in your anger. I told you I'm coming to you as a man of God. I'm not coming to you as some what you want to hear or some activist. I'm not. I'm, I'm a man of God. We'll tell you what the Word of God says, and it's wrong. And now we've got this division. We've got these people. Social media is a war. They're fighting. People are saying stuff. You in this church, some of you need to shut up. I have y'all blowing my mind. Y'all are draining me. I'm give out. I'm tired. Every time I go on social media, I got to pray for you because of the foolishness that you put on Facebook. I'm telling you, I'm sick of it. I wish you would stop. Listen, sit down for a minute. Be quiet. Hear what God says. And then if you got something to say, see if it lines up with God's word. And if it does, say it, say it, say it. I'll like it and I'll share it. But my God, if it's just your opinion and how you feel, stick it in your back pocket. Stick it in your back pocket. Sit on it. Just sit on it. Killing me. You're killing the cause of Christ. You know why people flood this church? Before COVID. Slowly getting back. But you know why they came? Because of lives that were being changed. Because you were talking about so and so. And this person in your life flipped on a dime and the foolishness that you were spewing out your nasty mouth changed. And instead of speaking death, you started speaking life. And nobody had to, you didn't have to talk nobody into it. They seen a difference inside of you. That's what we need right now. We need somebody who will stand up for love. Love. 
truth, God's word. Hear me. Now this is Satan. You know it is because now we've got this COVID stuff that we're locked up. The church is in hibernation. Now you've got all this chaos. Anytime, anytime, anytime before this mess, we would have had over 600 people. Any Sunday. Now we'll be blessed today. I'll find out later on if we had half. That's not just this church. Right now, that's every church in the world right now. You don't think Satan's involved in that? When the church should be standing up and shining brighter than ever, you don't think Satan's behind all this thing? You don't think Satan is where the Bible says in 1 John that Satan sways the world how he wants to. He is in charge, Satan is, of this world. He is. It sways with his his way, how he wants it to work. He operates in the, in the men and the, the children of disobedience. That's what he does. And here we are playing right in. Right in. Dustin, come here. Bring you a chair. Do you mind? You mind helping me out? Come on. You look good. You got a pink shirt on. Takes a real man to wear pink. Grab that chair. What's your name again? Jay. Okay. Sit down by Dustin. Y'all sit down in the chair. I'm invisible. Okay? We're playing a game. I'm invisible. You can't see me. Where am I at? You don't know, do you? Why? Because I'm invisible. Right? You don't know I'm here, do you? You hear me talking, don't you? But I'm invisible. You see me? What color shirt do I have on? Why? That's right. Because I'm invisible. All right, we know the rules of this game. I am invisible. You can't see me. I'm invisible. You can see me, but they can't see me. You can see me because you're seeing things through the spiritual eyes, but they can't see me because they're just people of the world, looking at things through the world. Okay, we got it? Well, I haven't, when I haven't, uh, I feel like I'm fixing to do a magic trick. I haven't talked, I went and talked to y'all about this, have I? <laughs> I'm to pull something out of my hat. All right, out of your hat. No, I'm joking. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to, this is where I got to tell secrets. I'm invisible. This is Jay and this is Dustin. I don't know, look around. Somebody hit you though. Somebody don't like you. There ain't no telling. Probably, well, just look who you, I mean, look who you're sitting by. Probably that, probably that, look, probably, hold on. No, y'all keep, it was probably that, it was probably that white guy who hit you. Probably, that's right. Now get mad, don't smile. <laughs> uh, he hit him to, see, and y'all just hitting each other. Why y'all hitting each other? See, they hitting each other because they don't, because I hit them. But they can't see me. So the per, only person they seen is the, they only hit who they see. So who are they hitting? They're hitting each other. And the author of it all sitting back here. Because you can't see him. You see what I'm saying? The media is telling you it's him. The media is telling you it's him. And then y'all gonna and then y'all y'all supposed to pick sides. But it ain't him and it ain't him and it ain't y'all. It's Satan. He's the deceiver. He's the one who's working behind the scenes. He's the one who we have we're at war with. He's the one we take the fight up with. It's not people. It's not flesh. It's not blood. If you start fighting flesh and you start fighting blood and your brother and your sister, guess what? You have played into the hands of the enemy. This is not a racial thing. It is a sin thing. And then, listen, let me ask you something. Thank you, guys. Let me ask you something. Put your chairs up for me. If, let me ask you something. If you have cancer, if you had cancer, and it was stage two cancer. I don't know, wherever you want, in your body somewhere. And the doctor said, 
Well, I'm pretty confident we could do surgery and take this out. Or, here's a Tylenol. It'll help you with your pain. You going to take Tylenol or you going to take surgery? Do you hear what I'm saying? All the world can offer you is a Tylenol. All the world can give this situation that we're in right now is a Tylenol. Is a massage where it hurts. But hear me, we need Dr. Jesus to take and cut that thing. Take the sickness. Take the disease. Remove it and eradicate it. That's the only way. And let Holy Spirit put it back together and heal it. That's the only way. The only way we're going to fix this thing. Let me ask you this. See, there are as many believers deceived as there are those in the world. You know where it starts? Did you know most of the church doesn't believe in a literal returning of Jesus Christ? They don't believe in a literal return of the Lord Jesus. But I'm telling you this. The Bible says that one day our bodies will lose gravitation and that he will split the eastern sky. And I know it's old school, but it's the truth. He'll step out on the clouds and he will call his church away. And the Bible said, listen, the Bible said, you want me to blow your mind? The Bible says those, those who have died will rise first. The graves are going to burst wide open. Every soldier who has died on the battlefield and they never found his body, every bone, every, every particle, every molecule of his body, my God will be ciphered through the sands of this earth and will meet Jesus on the clouds of glory. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, that's real, friend. And then the Bible says, those who are alive and remain shall be called up together with him in the clouds and there we will be forever with the Lord. That ain't metaphorical. That ain't philosophical. I just made that word up. Sounded good? It's the truth. It's the real deal, friend. But we don't believe that. So since we don't believe that, we have to believe we can make this world, the world, I told you this is a spiritual thing now, that we can make the world a better place. But that's not scriptural. This world is going to grow darker. The Bible says it. This world is going to get more intensely wicked. You see the, the murder that we're upset about? You're going to see more of those. The looting and rioting that's about this situation, get ready. You're going to see more of that type of stuff over different situations. Why? Because this world is going to get intensely wicked. But see, when we don't believe that Jesus is coming, we have nothing to hope for. So then we have to only hope we have is this world. So we want to make it a better place. And I'm not talking about telling people about Jesus and reaching the lost and feeding the hungry. That's what we're called to do. See, I know the world's going to get darker, but at the same time, the church is going to get brighter. Let me say that to somebody who believes me. The world's going to get darker, but the church is going to get brighter. I'm not saying we don't have any hope, but our hope's not in this world. But when you don't understand that Jesus is coming and you just cast that away and think, well, it's just whatever it is. You're in love with the world. So you're going to Put all your focus on this world. Let me show you something. Matthew chapter 24, verse 37 says this. But as the days of Noah were, now that's going all the way back to Genesis. Remember? When Noah and his family went in the ark and God destroyed the whole world with a flood. You remember that? Y'all ready to go home? I'm almost finished. 
Noah jumped on the boat with his family and the rest of the world drowned. Is that good? You remember that? He said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. What does that mean? You want to know the spiritual climate that we're in today? He said, go back and look what was going on in the days of Noah. He said, when you, when you see those tying together, when you see those worlds mirroring each other, get ready because Jesus is coming back. Well, so let's look what was going on in the days of Noah. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 says this, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that, ev here's that word again, am I tying this all together? And every imagination, mind, thinking, the battlefield, every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was on evil continually. Maybe it sounds something like this, 63 million people, babies, humans, since 1973, have been murdered through abortion. Sounds pretty wicked, doesn't it? How about this? 46, hear me. 46, 46 children will be sold into sex slavery trafficking today in America. 46 little boys and little girls who step out of their parents' sight just for a moment and already shipped, ac shipped across a border somewhere before the parents ever know they are gone. 46 children a day here in America and the biggest hub for sex trafficking is four hours away in Atlanta, Georgia. Does this sound wicked? How about this? One out of seven people one out of seven people will suffer and struggle with drug abuse, whether it be uh, uh, drugs or alcohol. Every nine minutes, a child is sexually abused here in the U.S. of A. Nine minutes, that's what we know. Every nine minutes, a child is sexually abused. We watched a murder on TV for the whole world to see, but can I remind you that 16,412 people will be murdered this year that you will not see? And that's only the ones you know about, that the, that the law enforcement knows about. Every day, 2,362 babies are aborted. That's 98 per hour. That's one every 96 seconds. How about things that don't really matter, right, Pastor? Tell me some things that really don't matter. How about, how about, how about one of the biggest revenue makers of all, pornography? It's a $16.9 billion business a year. Billion, b -b 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 billion. 35% of all downloads are pornographic. 40 million people regularly visit porno pornography. 70% of men 18 to 24 visit at least regularly. Visit porn sites regularly. 70% of men. One third of porn watchers are women. And guess, guess what? Sunday is the most popular day. Does that sound like a wicked place? Does it? Friend, the world isn't getting better. The world is getting worse. That's why the church has to hold on to the truth of God's Word. You know what breaks my heart? See, I done made up my mind. I had a come to Jesus meeting this week with me and God. And, well, Jesus. 
there were some things we need to talk about. And one of them was this. Whether I preach to one or a thousand, I'm going to preach the same. You won't have to worry about kicking me out of this church. I made up my mind this week. Won't nobody kick me out. You just tell me to go. You don't have to kick me out. I'll walk out. Buildings mean nothing to me. I thought I looked at what I was living in today or this week, and I thought this don't matter to me. God will take care of me and my family. Buildings mean nothing to me anymore. Oh, I want to build a bigger one, but the only reason I want to build a bigger one is to hold more people and see more people get saved. That's the only reason. You can strip it all away, take this away today. Next Sunday, I'll be preaching under a tree. I'm not talking to you. I'm, 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 I'm telling you my heart right now. What breaks my heart right now is there's such a complacency over the land. I, I just told you bad stuff and told you that it's going to get even more wicked and more evil. What are we going to do? I told you all that bad news, but I'm, I want to tell you some good news. You're the hope of the world. You are the city on a hill. You are the light that should not be put under a bushel. You, are, you have the answer. You have the solution. Will the whole world get saved? No. But God has mandated us to go out into the highways and to go out into the hedges and compel people to come into the house so that his house shall be full. It's not a time to quit. It's not a time to tuck and run. It's not a time to go hide out. It's not a time to go into hibernation. It's not a time to say, I don't want to say this. No, it's a time to be bold. It's a time to be loud. It's a time to tell people, hey, every second, every second, Somebody dies and goes into eternity. Every second. Somebody just died. 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 Somebody died of cancer. Somebody just died of a stroke. Some people, somebody just got run over. Some, power, some person just got in a car accident. Oh, we're busy fighting on social media and people are dying. The enemy's got you talking about everything except that which matters. I'm not discouraged. I'm encouraged. Why? Because you're here today. Because you're sitting here today. Because you got the answer. You got the weapons. You're on the right side of things. You're on the winning side. I don't want nobody to think what I said doesn't mean we're not going to be compassionate, that we're not going to love, that we're not going to sit down and have conversations with people from different cultures. We are, we shall, we should. But also, we've got to be the model for the world to see, not the world be the model for us to see. You know what I believe? You know what I believe? I believe God's going to turn this on the head of the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> God's going to turn this thing. you got beautiful hair. Think you can do my hair like that? Probably not. God says to turn this thing on the head of the enemy. There's going to be more diversity in this church, in the church of the living God, not just this church, than you've ever seen. I believe in the days fixing the end where there are black churches and white churches. I believe that's coming to an end. Let me tell you something. What you need to do, what we need to do is look at our, take a look at ourselves. See, there be any wicked way in me, 
Search me, God. If there's anything that's not in my life that shouldn't be there, take it out. That's what we've got to do. Then once we've done that, it's time to flood this drowning land. It's time to flood this land that's dying. And, and you know the Bible says, it's an Old Testament passage that's quoted all the time. It says, if my people, who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. Hold on now. Doesn't it say something about turn from our wicked ways? Then shall I hear from heaven and heal your land. Friend, the land we're talking about is not some dirt soil. Land he's talking about in this new covenant is the soil of the heart. There's some weeds that need to be ripped out. There's some tilling that needs to be done in the soil of our heart so God can plant some seeds. And from those seeds come a harvest of love, life, peace, and joy. We have the answer. We have the answer. Let us model heaven in this world. Stand with me all across the building. Singers, musicians, come. So, just in case... You didn't hear me. I want you to hear me one more time. This isn't a race issue. It is, but it's so much deeper than that. This is a sin issue. It's a spiritual issue. It always has been. It starts with Cain and Abel. Brothers. One brother killing another. This isn't race. That's a band-aid. How do I know that? Go back 60 years to the civil rights movement. We passed laws and legislation that should have been passed. But it was a band-aid. You said people can be in the same room together. Yeah, but listen, people can be in the same room together and not have the same heart. Can be in the same room together and not be in unity. Can be in the same church together and not have the bonds of love. That's how I know this isn't a social injustice issue. Oh, let's rip the band-aids off. Let's get everything exposed and in the open so that the Holy Spirit can move. I can't tell you what the world's going to do except get worse. But I can tell you what the church is going to do. We're going to grow. We're going to grow brighter. And we're going to see more souls coming to the kingdom of God than we ever have. You're going to see more cultures and diverse diverse colors some of y'all don't even know what color I am heck I don't even know what color I am there's going to be all kind of color there's going to be all kind of cultures it's how we started out it's what we're going. this ain't a white church never intended I, I, could care, I could care less if another white person if the rest of the people in this start coming to the church are black that wouldn't bother me one bit or if they were all Hispanic, would bother me. If they were all Rastafarian, would not bother me. Not at all. Because I went into this thing saying I'm a pastor. Not only do I consider myself pastor of people, Holly thinks I'm funny. 
But I tell people, and she reminds me, you got to watch how you act now. Like I don't act good. She said, you better watch how you act. And I said, yep, I am. Don't you worry about me. I said, because I'm the people's pastor. And what I mean by that is this. What I mean by that is this. My heart breaks for the plight of this community. That's why I've been in prayer, turmoil, broken. That's why we're building a women's rehab center for for women who suffer with drug addiction. That's why we do this. why we exist as a body of people. This is not just a church. This is a This is a regional church. This is a community church. I've had to field calls all this week. What should we do? How should we do it? I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know. What should we say? How do we navigate through all this COVID stuff and all these things that's going on? I believe now is the time to shake off junk, clear our minds, get rid of social media. If you can't handle social, if you can't speak the word of God on social media, you get caught up in fights, punch, and 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 this saying this. That, you just need to get rid of it for a little while. I felt this in my spirit this week. Sit down, just shut up. Just don't say nothing. If you don't know what to say, you don't know how to say it. If it don't line up with God's word, just don't say it. You know why? Because silence can't be misquoted. And until your mouth and your post lines up with that book over there that's sitting on that podium, stop. Too many souls hanging the balance. People are looking to this place and they're looking to you because this ain't the church. It's building this carpet. Thank God it ain't the carpet. It ain't the color of them chairs. This isn't the church. You're 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 the church. We are the church. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. If you were, please feel free to share on social media, subscribe, or leave us a review. We can't wait for you to join us here again.